You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On today's episode of Rants and Gems, Kiana and I are in beautiful Los Angeles, and we're here to interview Aaron Kerman. Aaron Kerman is the number one real estate broker in California, the number five real estate agent internationally. I mean, this man is a monster. He has sold over $9 billion. That's right, folks, $9 billion worth of personal production and $15 billion of team sales. Aaron's Rolodex of clients includes the who's who from the famous to the wealthy. And his most recent sale was to the Fashion Nova CEO, The One. He sold that house for $141 million. And in today's episode, we're going to talk all about it. All right. So if you're a real estate broker and you want to learn how to break into that luxury real estate market, Aaron is the man to learn from. Look, we're here today interviewing him at his newest listing that he's putting on the market for $25 million. So tap in with that video. We're going to release that later on in the week. But for now, get your pen and your pad ready. Tap in with us. And I'm going to see you on the other side. Hey yo, speak my rants and gems. Speak my rants and gems. Y'all can do it, we discover. Peace to all the kings and the queens where the mother lie. Speak my rants and gems. Speak my rants and gems. Y'all can do it, we discover. Peace to all the kings and the queens where the mother lie. Welcome back to the Rants and Gym Show. My name is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, but better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And my name is Kiana Watson, license number 317576, better known as Broker Extraordinaire. And welcome to another great episode of the Rants and Gym Show. Absolutely. Look, today we got the man, the myth, the legend, the number one real estate broker in California, the number four real estate broker in America. 9 billion career sales, 15 billion, billion. This is the billion dollar episode, right? $15 billion in team sales. God damn, that's a lot I of mean, money. I mean, that's a lot of sales. I, 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 I just want to listen to you talk for the next hour. This, Look, is, this is the best interview of my life. <laughs> Look, going, we got going. the man, the lit myth, the legend, Aaron Kerman is in the building. Thank you for coming on the Rants and yes. Gems well, show. It's a pleasure. It's, it's so fun to be with you guys, actually. Look, man, $15 billion, that's nothing to sleep it's, on. This, it's incredible. With a B. With a right? B. This is going to be he's called the billion upsell- dollar episode. He's actually upselling me because it's really $9 billion <laughs> alone 15 team but thank you all take it nine billion personal production 15 billion with the team yeah, incredible Thank you. Incredible. Incredible. So look. That's why I have like a lot of gray hair. <laughs> but you look, you look that's great. That's why I have age. <laughs> so guys, look, we're going to go to a commercial break real quick. But look, get your pen and pad ready because Aaron, he's dropping a lot of gems. He's going on rants. We have a great conversation ahead of for you guys. A lot of information for you to learn. So if you want to get into the luxury real estate space, this is the episode for you. Stay tuned. 
Today's episode is sponsored by Walter Daniel and Martinique Petty of Petty Realty Group based in Oakland, California. Walter and Martinique are both HBCU grads and one of the top real estate duos in the Bay Area. Over the past 18 months, they sold 53 homes for over $38 million in sales volume. Martinique and Walter are also real estate investors that own properties in California, Maryland, and Georgia. So if you're looking to buy or sell real estate in the Bay Area, make sure you hit up Martinique and Walter at PettyRealtyGroup.com for more information and tap in on their Instagram page. You can follow Walter at W underscore Daniel underscore Holmes and Martinique at Martinique Petty Realty. All right. Tap in with our sponsors. They're doing great things out in the Bay Area. So hit them up if you're looking to buy or sell real estate. And if you want to advertise with Rants and Gems, email Info at ransomgems.com. Hi, guys. So welcome back from commercial break. Uh, man, this house is absolutely phenomenal. Aaron, thank you for giving us a sneak peek on this amazing listing. I know this thing is going to sell like that once uh, it hit the market. From your mouth to the real estate university <laughs> here. Let's hope so. Absolutely, man. So look, let's start off the interview. We always like to ask our guests, when did they fall in love with real estate? I fell in love with real estate when I was four years old. Okay. Um, I literally used to ride my bike to the rich part of my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Wow. And no, I wasn't four. I was probably more like seven, eight. Okay. And I would, nobody do this today, by the way. <laughs> I would break into the rich, empty houses. Oh, wow. Literally, literally hop the fence. I would leave my little bike in front of the fence. And I would just be part of this world that I was not part of. Because I grew up, you know, my mom was a school teacher. My dad was a trucker. Okay. And I would go to these, you know, gorgeous houses that were far from my life. Right. And just kind of. Sit in them, live in them, enjoy them, pretend to own them, pretend to sell them. <laughs> wow. And that was when I started real estate, essentially. So you manifested all this greatness that you are today, basically. I, I don't know about greatness, but thank you. This is super kind <laughs> of yes. you. Um, yeah, I, I could say, you, you know, here, here was the reality. Mm-hmm. I had severe dyslexia. I couldn't read. I couldn't write. I couldn't, literally, I had issues talking. Okay. When mm-hmm. I was a kid, I had speech impediment. Oh, wow. I couldn't say the letter R, which means I couldn't say my own name. So it was like real estate was the only thing mm. that I knew I can do because I, I was my own boss. And I didn't have somebody breathing down my throat. And once I did it, I just did it. Mm. That is incredible. Yeah. Um, like, thank you for sharing that story with us because most people don't visualize the life that they want. And you, at an early age, you visualize all of this. You know, I don't know if it was, a, I wasn't wise enough to visualize it, yeah. but I certainly did it. You know what right. I mean? I was always on the periphery. Um, I always knew what I wanted. I always felt, you know, and again, we were from a very modest family, mm-hmm. but I always spent my tough time in these beautiful homes even though I didn't have friends that lived in them and um and it was a, it was a blessing in disguise because I always saw what could be mm-hmm. and I always even with all the challenges I had knew that that was going to be my life mm. what age did you get into real estate so I got into real estate when I was uh 17 okay hi uh I got fired from every single job really? <laughs> like every single job like I mean I, I like I mean every job in, in my history uh I remember I was a waiter at, uh-huh. at the uh California Pizza Kitchen mm. and at the end of the time um I my time was up I was supposed to make money and they're like you're short four hundred dollars wow because I had mathematical issues at that and I literally had to pay be a credit card to work the four hundred dollars, and Damn. that was the end of that job. Uh, and I just lost every single job. And then it wasn't until real estate that I really found my uh, my place. And do you remember your place. first deal? Yeah, I do remember my first deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it was funny because I remember my mom. For mm-hmm. some reason, I was with my mom as I was like showing this house, uh-huh. and she saw me interacting with the clients, and she goes, "It's the weirdest thing, but I've never seen." anything so natural it's like you've been in business for 20 years wow Wow. and it was a small deal uh you know it was a couple hundred thousand dollar deal at the time you know Mm -hmm. it was a totally different market different yeah of course and i remember i just worked really 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 hard like everybody you know you you know there's no you was hungry you was hungry so hungry and there's never like everyone asked me like what the formula is and i'm like work like that can you please say that louder because i <laughs> i love that you share that story because most people start off like no one just jumps into luxury i always say that people grow into luxury yeah. right so from you starting off from that couple hundred thousand dollar deal yeah. to where you are today right can you tell us like the like tell us the path of growth yeah. that you went through to get here blood sweat and tears <laughs> minus mm. the blood okay but, like, <laughs> definitely sweat and, definitely sweat and tears 
Um, look, real estate is like one of the hardest jobs in the world. Um, it's so competitive. You know, agents are your partners. They're your your competition. Uh, and, you know, a job that should be so fundamentally easy just is not between yes. all the world and the way the universe works. Mm -hmm. um, and I just remember, you know, climbing that ladder, you know, raising, you know, raising the bar, raising the bar. And I remember there was an idol of mine at the time mm -hmm. and he had this page. And at the time he had like $400 million worth of wow. inventory. But this was back when I was like 20. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, I am going to have that one day. I remember I, he was my idol. I remember we were at the same office and one day I broke into his office because I just wanted to sit in his chair. <laughs> like, I literally just wanted <laughs> to break into a lot of things in your life. And, I, and do not do this, everyone. Like, don't, I don't advocate breaking into anything ever, guys. Don't do it. Um, but I remember and I said, I want to do that. And I remember visualizing, and it, it was the one thing I remember visualizing, a page full of multiple properties. Mm. And I didn't even want like luxury. I just remember wanting a page full of like seven properties in a row. Yes. And funny enough, I've, I, we were cleaning out some boxes and I found my first, my mm. first book. And it wow. was this stupid little camera book that you're supposed to put pictures in. Yeah. yeah. And I had at the time six or seven properties and I was like, okay, I'm rolling. Wow. That is amazing. You know, I was That's like that. And I remember one was my grandfather's house. Yeah. And he didn't even want to hire me. God, God rest his soul, love him. But mm -hmm. like I had no experience. So yeah. he's like, you need to bring in a mentor. Of so of course you do what you do. You co-list. Yeah. And you know, we did it and eventually just kind of rolled. And I was always the kind of person, which changed a little bit. I was always the kind of person, I just want to be busy. Like right. I never, now I'm a totally different animal and we'll talk about that <laughs> yeah. and I'll share what I do now. Yeah. But back then it was like, my goal was to be busy. My goal was to have a lot of inventory and just keep rolling. Yes. And I love to hear that. I think of course, as a real estate broker, like everyone always asks, like, who do you look up to? Who, like, who are some people you keep up with? You're one of them for oh, me. Thank you so um, kind. And I and I keep up with you because not just your listings, of course, they're beautiful listings, but I understand the work that goes behind mm -hmm. it, right? And I love your relatability. Oh, and when you're growing in this industry, it's so easy for people to get ego, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about some of? Like not the clients, don't say their names, yeah, but yeah. some of like some of the difficulties that you've faced working with high net worth, yeah. demanding clients. You know what's funny? Um, people always think the most high net worth clients are demanding, but I have to tell you, I've had some of my smallest deals have the most <laughs> demanding clients. The I smallest mean, deals give you the most headache. I really yeah. they have, and so it's 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 kind of like a, a a ball of luck. Okay. Sometimes you just get this amazing client that's a billionaire and they're so nice and they're so kind and they yeah. just treat you so well and sometimes you don't right mm -hmm. and it's at all price points uh and I, I would say that you know at the end of the day here's the reality we're dealing with people's houses mm -hmm. and whether it's one house or ten there's a spiritual emotional level to that sale because it's where they live absolutely and that just leads to people being emotional and so what i realized is i can't be emotional or at least mm. I need to try. Right. <laughs> Don't always win. Yeah. But, but if I'm emotional, I'm letting them win. And yeah. so for me, I'm always like, look, give it to me. You, If you want to give it to me, give it to me. I'll, I'll, I'll listen. It's my job to listen. It's my job to hear. Mm. And if you're right, I actually will be the first to apologize. Right. And if you're wrong, I will tell you I think you're wrong because. And How many times have you been wrong? How, how many times have I been wrong? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Because from every mistake mm -hmm. I've made, mm -hmm. I've learned. But if I never made that mistake, I would never have learned. And so Absolutely. from every time, every one of my failures, I'm super grateful for. Because I'm like, okay, I'm not grateful for losing deals, not right. grateful for losing money. But as long as you don't do it again, yeah, or at least you try not to do it again. But the frustrating thing for me is sometimes I still do it again, which is kind of frustrating. And you it know happens. what, though? just because I need people to understand the numbers matter, right? There are some agents that swear the numbers never matter, but you made mistakes. But let's talk about these numbers. You have over 9 billion in luxury sales individually. Your team has 15 billion in team sales. And you are the president of Compass. Yep. You are accomplished. <laughs> uh, somehow, yes. <laughs> well, those lessons... It's paid off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what's funny though? I, you know, I never look at my past ever. Like, I could close the biggest deal in the world, 
And the next hour, I'm like, what's next? Yeah. Like, what is next? Like, I never, I, people like, I have agents that celebrate their wins. Let's go to dinner. Yeah. And I'm not saying you should celebrate your win. You always should celebrate the win. But for me, that lasts about 0.5 seconds. Mm. Because I'm always trying to do something different or new or build. And that creativity or whatever it is in me just doesn't give me so long to celebrate anything that is actually closed. Wow. Well, you know I, what I, that I can is? appreciate that because real estate to me is like the jungle, yeah. right? If you don't wake up every morning hungry, ready to kill something, you're not going to eat. Yeah. So you can't celebrate the zebra or the g- giraffe you killed yesterday, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> you're going to be the food next week. You're going to be the food yes. next week, right? It's so, it's so highly competitive yeah. in this real estate jungle yeah. that we're all in. So you can't really take that time to like, like I see people always having big dinners, like you said, taking vacations. I'm like, you close one deal. Like, what the hell are you? What the hell are you doing? And by the way, I, I call them the one hit wonder. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah. You know, there's so many people that have those. You know, they break in, they get that one twenty, thirty million dollar deal, and it's a gift, right? Correct. But mm-hmm. but that's not enough because I realize in real estate, you'll never get rich quick. It's not, especially if you're an agent. Oh yeah. It's not a get rich quick scheme, right? Absolutely. It takes years and years and hard work and time and energy to get there. And then mm-hmm. even there, when you're making all the money there, if you're not investing it right, absolutely, you're still not going to be rich. Absolutely. And so I learned, and this took me a really long time. Mm-hmm. Spend the money you make on the right things. Absolutely. Real estate. Listen, speaking of, because, and and so many people lose this lesson. I say this all the time, like, you're supposed to sell real estate, but elevate every single year. You do it all without breaking a sweat. And you do it all in style. From being a boss exec to getting the kids ready for school, checking homework, family dinners, lunches and brunches with your day ones, trips to the salon, and weekend getaways are anything but a getaway. That's why Infinity fully reimagined the QX60 to help you conquer it all with ease. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. Even when you have back-to-back conference calls on top of the kids' basketball practices, not to mention your side hustles, it's all done with grace. The all-new Infiniti QX60 has available features like seating for up to seven passengers, a suite of active safety features, and massaging front seats. It's the SUV designed to help you conquer life in style. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. Right. So let's talk about how you've learned to diversify your portfolio and whatever you don't mind sharing with yeah. us, what that looks like. Um, it's my, my portfolio is super diverse, almost sometimes too diverse. Mm-hmm. But, you know, look, I, I invest in myself <clears throat> selling houses, obviously. Of my course. team, growing, growing agents because we love doing that. Um, we're building something called PropTech, which is like a technology for hopefully make all of our jobs easy, okay. which we're going to be launching probably at the end of the year. And hopefully you guys are going to use it. I'll Actually, use it. But we'll it's this amazing it. like AI program okay. that hope that has all these data sets that's hopefully going to be a game changer for everybody okay. and do a lot of the lift. Um, obviously, I've you know had a lot of television and media work, which is a big part of our job now. Absolutely, in today's world. Absolutely. Uh, and then I obviously own property and development, and invest in other people and other companies. Everything from a juice company to um, other 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 real estate agents and developers. It really just depends. oh wow, are I you love doing, it. Are you doing any stocks, crypto, options? So are you in my, that digital space yet? My husband is much more into the digital space mm. than I. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tested the waters, but I'm just a firm believer of like I learned every time I do something that's not in my wheelhouse. I lose, mm-hmm. um, and you can't do everything that everybody else does, and especially at like certain levels. People are always going to pitch. You're going to make so much money. You're going to be so rich. Yes. This Absolutely. Is for me, I've lost every single time. So what I learned for me is if I don't know it, I shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, if I am going to do it, I better study it long and hard. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, if I'm not passionate about it, skip it. Mm. Mm. Good that's tips. A, that's some great tips. Those are big gems right there. Yeah. And like for me, like I, I'm, I'm, I, maybe I'm just so literal, but like, that's why I like real estate. Like I see it, I feel it, I understand it. If a house is overpriced and you can't sell it, lease it. Make money yeah. that way. I mean, there's a yeah. hundred different ways you can play. I love brick and mortar. Listen. Brick and mortar. I think brick and mortar, mm-hmm. it would never go nowhere. Yeah. I, I love it. And I, to be sincere, like what I, I do understand, like a lot of the tech plays, NFTs, I'm a little confused on the virtual world. I try to wrap my head around it. I yeah. have clients explain it to me. Mm-hmm. 
they're making millions. I have clients that are making billions. Yes. Yeah. And I'm listening to them. I'm like, okay, be open, be open, be open. And yeah. they're like, yeah, virtual house. It's, you know, it's, <laughs> one that it's never going to be created again. And I'm like, but it's on TV. <laughs> You're not living in that house. It's on TV. Yeah, but it's the only one. Fine. So in my head, I keep saying, I need to develop these virtual houses and sell them for two right. million. So like, yeah. I haven't done that yet. I'm going to. You want to you pay me to... You know, have virtual house. I'll sell it for you. Yeah. Right. I'll be the developer. At that point. No, I'm not being the real. But see, that's the great thing, right? We can we can adjust and we can adapt, right? right. Even in the in that metaverse and and buying land and yeah. doing, I'm in the same boat. Right, like you oh, know what? Yeah. If I can make a dollar, make a couple yeah. cents, I'm gonna do it. I don't say I'll make money off you. I'll do it. No problem making money off you. You know, yeah. even I mean? if I don't understand it. Let yeah. me tell you, when I saw the big launch of um, who did it? Um, Ryan Serhant yeah. this big launch, and I have been like, it's in my brain. I'm like, as a small brokerage, I want to yeah. have a brokerage in the metaverse. And then yeah. I see this huge campaign. I said, look at this. Yeah. Wait, and it's where we're headed, right? Whether we understand like, it or not. And he wasn't the first. I mean, the, the Alexander brothers. Uh, did yeah, they did it. Right. And you know. Two years ago, I've had team members do it. And I'm like, look, here's a problem. Or it's actually a great thing. But right, we only have so much time. Like, as it is time, I always say time is an enemy because oh, yeah. it Absolutely. runs out, right? And so what I learned, because when I was younger, I used to spread my wings on everything all the time. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of suck at everything and nothing takes off. So for me, I try to focus on what I know I'm good at, what I can do, how to keep it simple, and, you know, one of, the, one of the things people always ask me is, like, how did I get to where I got to? Well, I've done it since I was 17. Yeah. Like, time. Yes. Time, not always. Mm-hmm. But if you stay consistent and you look and you study and you watch and you learn, helps you get there. Mastering your craft. Correct. Right? I think too many people want to be a jack of all trades and a master mm-hmm. of none. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to have money coming in multiple streams of income. I get it. Yeah. Right? But you got to master something first. Absolutely. Before you move on. Because, like you said, you're doing development, you're training, you're transactional, first and foremost. Yeah. That was your first baby. Yeah. The transactional business. And that's why I love our careers because now we can go into so many, it's like an octopus. You have so many different legs mm-hmm. in real estate. You can start off transactional, but you can grow teams. You can develop. You can property flip. You can be a landlord. There's so many different things that you can do in our industry. But I think too many times, especially the younger generation, they just want everything. And, and everybody wants to be rich. Right? Everybody, everybody wants to be like, rich. Everybody wants to own everything. Everybody <laughs> yeah. wants to be rich. Everyone wants to be balanced. And I look at people because everyone says, I want that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you're not going to just get that because you want it. You're going to have to figure out how to get that, right? Correct. And what you said is so powerful to me because if you just stick with one thing and you're good at it, that's actually enough. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, if you look at the streams of business that I have now, mm-hmm. my mainstream of making money is still brokerage. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. What keeps my long-term wealth afloat is other things. Absolutely. Mm. I agree. And speaking of, you know, we have to talk about it. The one. Yeah. We have to talk about the one. You said you weren't going to talk about it. I have to talk about it. I have to talk about it. That's my job. (laughs) This property sold for $141 million to the Fashion Nova owner. Like, who doesn't know Fashion Nova? Who doesn't love I actually didn't know Fashion Nova. I had no idea who that was. Tell us about this deal. Like, just about this property. First of all, how did you get this listed? That's what I want to know. Like, because you just don't wake up every day and get a $140 million listing. No, you don't. Like, how does that, how does that happen? So, it honestly was a soap opera of, like, multiple series. Uh, and that was a long-haul listing because um, there were a lot of moving parts on that. It was owned by one person. Then it went into bankruptcy. Uh, then it was taken over by a trustee. Wow. Um, just to give you background, like, I was hired and fired three times yeah. before the house even got started. Why wow. did you get fired? Three times. Literally. Um, because it kept changing hands. Oh, and there okay. was different ownership. And, you know, a they new trustee. They want to bring in their people. Correct. A new trustee came in, and the trustee came in and fired us, and as trustees often do. Oh, wow. Uh, and so, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where... I just stayed diligent. I kept my eyes on them when a new trustee came on. And, 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 and it's kind of a sad story, actually. I mean, there's a lot of movement on that house and, you know, big numbers and the glamour. But, you know, at the end of the day, people did lose money on that house. Wow. And it was, like, bittersweet for me, to be mm-hmm. honest, because I, I, I was glad I sold it. But I really did want to do better because I wanted to do better for the the people that owned it. Absolutely. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, it was an honor to represent what was the biggest house in America. Absolutely. Wow. 
That's Absolutely. incredible. Like that yeah. is incredible. You have to. You just have to give yourself some credit. Yeah, I, but you know what's funny? I, like I said, like if if you look at like if you look at I don't want to sound weird, but you know you look at my monthlies, whatever. Like it was a great sale, but we had so many other great ones too. Yeah, mm. and it was just part of the portfolio of a month. And I always tell people. Like our business is a volume business. Any way you cut it, and Absolutely. so if you don't have the volume and you don't have the baseline and you don't have the pipeline, Absolutely. you're out of business. If you don't have, if you're a developer and you want to invest, right. and you're not doing all those things, you're out of business. Absolutely. And so, as great as it was, yes, it was just a part of the model. It's like it's like basically like this is how I do business. Yeah, volume, I, volume solves all problems. Yes. Volume solves all problems. It does. Volume solves all problems. And to be honest with you, I, I made a great income on that. I made a great check. But I actually made a bigger check on something else that people didn't even write about. Oh, really? wow. And so that also is a lesson, right? And the lesson is sometimes it's great to have the biggest and the best, and we're really grateful for it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if you just keep your pace and you work, mm-hmm. you can do just as good. You know, there's always, I was never, I, for some reason, I never considered, today I consider myself very lucky. But in my history, I never considered myself so lucky, right? Wow. I figured for me, I knew I was going to get there. Right. But I always had to go the long route mm. to uh-huh. get there until one day I said, fuck it. I'm not going to do the long route anymore. Yeah. Mm. I'm going I'm to go the soft route. And once I did, made that mentality and lost that I'm not lucky, I got very lucky. I mm. love that mentality. Gems. Like that's a big gem for all of us because as a, as a broker, as a real estate, I was just talking to your husband yeah. and I was saying how even in Atlanta, you know, we don't have these huge price points, but even getting into luxury, every agent wakes up, they get a license. I want to sell a luxury house tomorrow. Yeah. Not like yeah. I want to sell a luxury house in an hour. Yeah. So could you tell us like outside of just your networking, you're working yeah. hard, like what should the expectations be of an agent or a broker that's, that wants to get into luxury what have you seen some of the downfalls rants and gems certified gem dropper community is the place to be rants and gems is more than a podcast this is community and a movement like no other and our listeners we want to make sure that you guys are shattering your real estate goals now if you're part of the certified gem dropping community not only will you get access to all the episodes before we drop them you're also going to get first dibs on our pop-ups our networking events discounts on rants and gems merch coming soon also discount ticket prices to the rants and gems live experience and other events featuring kiana and myself not only will you get all these perks but you're also going to get live q a's every single month from past guests so look hit the link in the description of this video join the rants and gems certified gem dropping community today and don't get left behind with your real estate goals so tap in with us kiana and i are waiting to speak to you guys peace the downfall of, of agents selling. of oh, agents down- like oh, thinking oh, that they're just going to immediately jump into oh. luxury i have people and they're like oh i'm up for a 50 million dollar house and i'm like if you've never sold a 50 million dollar house you're not going to get a 50 million dollar house i'm sorry like it's i mean i don't want to be negative but it's just not really going to happen right or uh, in your market, if that's a $3 million or $2 million mm-hmm. house. And mm-hmm. so I always tell people, think smart, right? Mm-hmm. How do you get anything? Well, the way that I see it, and by the way, if you look at the top people in the industry, they're still doing it the exact same way. Partner with somebody that does it all day long. Yeah. Get a mentor. Get somebody in an experience in your marketplace. Mm-hmm. Get somebody who dominates luxury and work with that person. Absolutely. Work for them. Partner with them be a junior, whatever you have to do to live it, breathe it, smell it, and learn it. Mm. Once you do that, eventually you're going to start to look and sound like that person. Like some people that I have worked for me long enough, <laughs> I'm like, that's my line. <laughs> but they steal my line. I'm like, that's my line. I'm like, I, I, I swear I have people that are mini-me's. They know, they, they know exactly what to say, exactly what the, they know exactly my response. And I'm like, because I've been around me long enough. And right. eventually you start at two, you go to four, you go to six, you go yeah. to eight. You know, you need three or four of everything to become an expert. Mm. Mm. Once you do that, raise the bar. Okay, now that I have three million down or one million down or 500 down, go go raise the bar every time mm-hmm. until you're where you want to be. Well, collaboration mm. is greater than competition yes. any day of the week, right? Mm-hmm. And so many people want to want to compete with you instead of eating with you, Correct. right? And I think what you said is very important, for, especially for the new agents and mm-hmm. the new um, mortgage people that's coming into this business. Everybody wants to be at the top. Everybody wants to be the boss. 
No, just sit the hell down for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Take a seat. It's okay to mentorship under someone mm-hmm. for a couple years to, to, to grow and to learn, like you said. And then if you want to go out and start your own team, hell, we want that as leaders, right? Because we don't want you to stay under us forever. Yeah. We want you to grow because that's how our businesses continue to expand and grow, mm-hmm. too. So I thought that was big gems that you're saying. Oh, right? yeah. Mentorship I, I, is key. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I tell people, I hope each and every... You do it all without breaking a sweat. And you do it all in style. From being a boss exec to getting the kids ready for school, checking homework, family dinners, lunches and brunches with your day ones, trips to the salon, and weekend getaways are anything but a getaway. That's why Infinity fully reimagined the QX60 to help you conquer it all with ease. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. Even when you have back-to-back conference calls on top of the kids' basketball practices, not to mention your side hustles, it's all done with grace. The all-new Infiniti QX60 has available features like seating for up to seven passengers, a suite of active safety features, and massaging front seats. It's the SUV designed to help you conquer life in style. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. Agent on my team does better than me. Like, yeah. they could sell a billion, two billion, three billion year. God bless America. Like, make right. it happen, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I, but, but again, it kind of goes back to, like, a lack of ego. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I don't, I, at least I try not to have an ego. I try, I, look, we want to build, we want to inspire. Um, we want to be honest. And we yes. want to let people know that it's, it is hard out there. Mm-hmm. And real estate is the hardest, uh, no matter any capacity of real estate, whether you're a broker, agent, yes. developer, even if you're a buyer today, it's impossible. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a tough game. It is. And um, and I always tell people, look, rejection is, and dealing with rejection is a big part of, of, of what we do. And if you can't deal with it, mm-hmm. don't do it. Don't get in the game. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I, that, that leads to my next question. Um, how Like you talk about self-mastery. Of course, I looked you up and I keep up with you. And you always discuss self-mastery and how that's so important for you in how your success is kind of driven off of that. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, what's your definition of self-mastery first? For me, I personally feel like self-mastery is that emotional intelligence that I have. Mm. Like I'm very, very level-headed. Yeah. So you can curse me out in a deal. You can hang up. Whatever happens, I know I'm in control of me, yeah. my emotions, and how I react. Yeah. And so I keep it even keel. Yeah. That's kind of part of my self-mastery in business is being able to get outside of myself right. and don't get caught up in my yeah. own ego. Because sometimes you do, like you're human, you feel it, yeah. but you have to fight it. Yeah. and decide that today I'm going to be my best self no matter what's going on. So I always teach people that let's let's put business aside. Like mm-hmm. forget real estate, forget the business. Let's think life. Okay. If you're not where you want to be, if you're not happy, if you're not proud of yourself, and if you're not taking care of what I call self-care, mm-hmm. you've lost the race. Absolutely. You've lost the race, right? So step one for me is like, am I in a good spot? And if I'm not, it's okay as long as I could recognize that I'm not mm-hmm. and fix it. And I think being self-aware is like the first thing that people need to do because if I'm not happy, if I'm not healthy, if my husband's not happy, if my family's not happy, we're done. Right. Right? Because you can't focus on work. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So first and foremost is making sure that you're good. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and I always tell people in a non-judgmental way, as long as it's healthy, do what is good for you. Like if, I mean, I have, I have friends that play golf all day. And they make billions of dollars. No job. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God bless America. Like, <laughs> you know, like, that's great. So, I mean, I think first and foremost is self-care. Uh-huh. And then once you do self-care, I think from there, it's always evaluating business from there and going, okay, now where am I here? And it's all a full circle. Because mm-hmm. if there's anything that's off, it's going to throw everything off. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I even think, like, it's so important to just always do the right thing. Not because you have to do the right thing. But let's be honest, as humans, it rare it, it wears on us if we don't. Mm-hmm. And that energy will hold you back. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And so for me, the one thing I'm always like, not always, I used to be the, when I started in the business, I was such a bullshitter. I told people what they want to hear when they want to hear. Now I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm like, look, you're not going to get this number. You're messed up. Your house is bad. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you all the things that you really don't want to hear in hopes that I could protect you in the future. And mm-hmm. I can walk away from every appointment. And go, whether I get it or whether I don't, I did the right thing. Absolutely. You're not sitting here selling nobody a dream right. just to make a commission. You're being straight up with yeah. them. And I, I think that's very important. I think too many times people want to sell you something. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. No, just tell me the damn truth exactly. so I can make a business decision. 
right, and move forward from there. Yeah. Let's talk about. I wanna. I wanna um, kind of go to the market, mm-hmm. right? Because you're the luxury king. You're the expert. You're the number one real estate broker. So in they California. say. You're what number four in America. <laughs> number one in Cali. I mean, that's absolutely impressive, right? So you know this luxury market like the back of your hand. What are your thoughts on? The market crashing. Do you think there's going to be a crash, especially in this luxury market with everything that's happening? We have the war going on, inflation. What do you think is going to happen in the next two to three years? You know, I'll, I, I'll, I'll tell you my famous line because I'm asked that question a hundred times a day. Uh-huh. And I tell people if I had a crystal ball, I would not be here right now. I'd be a lot richer <laughs> and I would be king of the world. Right. And I really, I really am not smart enough. I tell people I am not smart enough to time a market. I'm just not. Right. I learned that a long time ago. Um, so what I deal with is I deal with the here and now. Everybody has an opinion. Some Correct. people think because inflation is here and now that the product of a house oh, yeah. will continue to raise, raise values um, and, and inventory is so low. Mm-hmm. Other people think because of rising interest rates that we're going to see a, a major correction. Absolutely. Um, and, 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 and it's so funny. I remember like, I remember going back you know, in 2008, I had a Wall Street Journal on my bed, mm-hmm. and it was talking about how hot the market is. I remember this. And two days later, there was like the, yeah. the all corrected. It was like it was a two week correct, and it was the crash. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, how the world has changed in a two weeks. And so now yes. what I do is I tell people, look, um, the market's the market. You don't know where it's going to be, and I don't know where it's going to be at the end of the day. But all we have to do is do what's right for us, right? Mm. So mm. if you feel like you want to invest in a house and buy a house. There's always going to be a trade-off. If interest rates are high, mm-hmm. values are going to be low. If values are low, you know, it always goes back and forth. Yeah. So people have to do what they want to do when they want to do it. It's all about timing. And, yeah. and, 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 and be intelligent about their decisions. And the thing that everybody needs to realize is real estate is the safest thing as mm. long as you don't need to sell. Right? Absolutely. But if you need to sell in a bad market, you're in deep trouble. Right? Absolutely. And so be aware that markets change. Know that... Um, it can be expensive to carry a house, and as long as you can carry, lease, or figure it out, you're fine. Yes. If you have to sell in a bad market, you're not. My personal take on it is I don't think we're going to crash. Um, I think that we're going to see a correction. Absolutely. Yes. Um, my husband doesn't think so. As a banker, he disagrees with me. He thinks we're only going up because of inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I like you know, your husband. Yeah. He, 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 <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite line is we're up and we're stuck. I like your husband. <laughs> he, he, I think we're going to see a minor correction. I don't think it's a, I, I don't think we're in the 2008 category. No, definitely not. Um, oh, there's no. so much money out there. Um, there's such an appetite for it. And really, yes. at the end of the day, I think COVID taught us one thing. Homes are very important. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And, and, and people want two, three, and four of them if they can afford it. Absolutely. People want one if you can't. Uh, and I think the American dream is still alive. And we're also in a generation of, you know, we're in a huge generation of people making money right now, too, yes. with the young absolutely. generation. So I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I, I agree that. with that. I think there will be a correction. I don't think there's going to be a crash because at some point it has to level itself out, right? But what I like to tell people all the time, even if the market, let's just say 2023 appreciation is 4%, that's a normal yeah, that's a normal absolutely. appreciated market, but it's still up 40 50% over the last couple of years. So even if it went down mm-hmm. a little bit, we're still up. Absolutely. Right? absolutely. So the, and by the way, I think we need a correction. Like I, this market is unsustainable. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The prices are unsustainable for so many. The upward mobility is insane. And to be mm-hmm. honest with you, the inventory is too tight. We yeah. don't have enough inventory to supply buyers. And therefore, on at, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I think we need to see something because this is what I call an irrational market. Yeah. Oh, yes. And while it was great to wa- ride the wave, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I absolutely. sold one point, you know, five billion last yes. year. God bless America again. But you know, it's still, it, it's still, I think something that a, a change would be a bad thing. And I always tell people, whether there's a crash. Whether there's a correction, right? Mm-hmm. This is brokers, by the way, not investors. Right. Mm-hmm. Investors need to think a little bit. Yeah. As long as you're transacting, you're good. Absolutely. Right? So don't worry about if the market's up and don't worry about if the market's down. Just transact and transact in either market and you'll be great. Absolutely. Mm. Build, you got to build for both. Correct. That's you know? a great and def- And defend, you know, even as a luxury broker, like, believe me, I have contacts in banks. I call them every day <laughs> because if and when the market changes... I want to be positioned to be with those banks mm. so that they know that I am here for them. Mm. That's Smart. a big deal. Relationships. Exactly. Got to keep your relationships going. Good yeah. or bad market. Good or bad market. Because people fall off the face of the earth when the market turns bad. But if you're keeping on the phone with the people, still doing everything you was doing in the good market with them, 
they're still going to give you referrals. Absolutely. And still do business with you. Absolutely. And even in a bad market, like, yeah. I, we changed some of the way we were. Yeah. But we did well. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, we didn't die in a bad market. It was harder to find buyers. Of course. We had more inventory. There was more agent passes. Right. Mm -hmm. and people were losing <laughs> lifting less and right. Sometimes they're the third. But I always tell people, it's okay to be the third agent. It's actually good to be the third agent. Oh. Even in luxury. Why is well, that? You know, luxury market, especially in LA or anywhere, can be very arbitrary in terms of prices. Mm -hmm. And so a seller can say, hey, I want 50 million for a house. And at the end of the day, here's the reality. Like in other markets, it's very easy to price a home. Oh, you yeah. know, you know, you look at the comps, you're like, this has an extra bedroom, this has a pool, this doesn't, this has granite. Good. Mathematic. In the luxury market, especially in LA, <laughs> there's such a wide variety of homes and price points that at right. the end of the day, mm -hmm. you know, sellers was telling me, hey, we want $300 million for a house. No joke, $100 million. And you look at what's sold and you're like, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> you just need one. Yeah. But if it's not possible, it's not possible. And I just overpriced the house and I'm in line to lose it. Right. Yeah. And no matter how good you are, all of those things, you know, in, in our business, you know, even at the top of the field, yes. you're still dealing with the bullshit. Absolutely. And the bullshit oh, yeah. is the bullshit, and there's no way to get around it. So, you know, I always wanted to yeah. know, right? So you're dealing with these $50 million, $100 million homes. Are these people paying all cash, or are they financing this? So usually all cash, okay. 90%. But there is what I call the fake finance, okay. private banking relationships. Yeah. And these yeah. banks will do anything to acquire the client because uh, sometimes yeah. it's hundreds of millions of dollars mm -hmm. and so you know people put money in banks and we'll get amazing 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 interest rates that i've mm. never seen like yeah. incredible yeah they're going they're not going to chase they're, they're not, not going, going, they're going, going to, to they're going to jp and they are competitive they will fight for business really yeah. oh incredible markets are probably being as a yeah. banker yeah oh yeah Incredible <laughs> market to be in as a real estate agent too. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean that's incredible. So those deals that are getting financing, what happens if the appraisal comes in short? Really, there is no appraisal. Like it's, it. I mean, maybe there is, but like, listen. At the end of the day, you got the cash to pay for the difference. Yeah, so and the reality matter. is, I always tell people, appraised value mm -hmm. is so arbitrary. Like yes. it's such a, it's such an arbitrary thing. I can manipulate comps up and down all day long yes. and I could argue anything. I mean, mm -hmm. I could argue anything, literally. And so for me, I always feel like appraised value, especially at the high end, is very also arbitrary. Yeah. Um, but it really, at the end of the day, it's about the relationships, it's mm -hmm. about knowing the inventory, it's about knowing what is sold. Um, you know, the one, for example, right? Yes. How do you appraise a 105,000 square foot house? Yeah, you exactly. Cannot. There's no comps for that. There's, there's no, no comps. There, there's no comp. And yeah. you can make comps. You could say, well, this traded for 150. Yeah. But it's, then it skews really high because they were all, you know, I mean, because the price per square foot didn't account for it. So you had to really double down. Correct. Correct. And, 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 you know, and look at the end of the day, and it was a very public thing, so I'm OK to talk about it. The investors were really unhappy with the price as, as well as ev the whole team was. We all wanted to do better. Right. But at the end of the day, the, 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 what, what the judge said was the market is the market and the market spoke. And a house is worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. Agreed. And sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you don't. Yeah. yeah. So do you think the owner of Fashion Nova, do you, would you say he's lucky? I think he is very lucky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, think he, I think he killed it. Because he's going to take that house and he's going to make a billion dollars worth it. Not because of the house, but that's going to be his his showroom, yeah. his, his house, his, his, his model. You know, that's going to yeah. be the house of Fashion Nova. Yeah. And for him, it was perfect. Mm. That's incredible. Amazing. Turn that 140 to a billion. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, but again, always ways to make money, right? Always. Like, like real estate doesn't always have, I mean, I think this is another thing we've learned, right? Real estate doesn't always have to be just a house. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be where you live. It doesn't right. have to be an income property. There's a hundred different ways to make money with a house. Absolutely. Right. If you think out of the box. Absolutely. I love it. You got to be creative. Yeah. Oh, Especially yes. with, with the internet, you have so many different things where you can rent out houses, Airbnb, pair space. And if you're obviously someone like Fashion Nova, like you said, you can have a you can have your warehouse there. That house yeah. is that big. Yeah. If you want, and it, save, it saves you money. Listen, because <laughs> you're not you don't need the commercial <laughs> space no exactly. more. Exactly. Right. So it's a lot of different things that you can do to make a profit on that type of sale. Exactly. Even like I, I invested in something, and I, I was like my own worst enemy. I overspilt on a house. Mm -hmm. I paid too much money. I was upside down on it. 
And I'm like, how did I get in this situation? I saw people look to me for this advice. And I, and I, I, I totally did this to myself, right? Um, and it's a, it's a classic story of the, the shoemaker has the worst shoe, right? Right. Um, and so ultimately what I did was I rented it. I did like short term on it mm-hmm. and I'm killing it. See? And so I turned what was or could have been a loss into a total profit. And and so, but but again, I think that's the other thing that people need to realize is, right. you know, stud, I, I mean, and it's a very basic thing, but mm-hmm. I don't know how people don't study real estate more. Like, yes. I, I have some of the smartest people that make the craziest bad decisions. I'm like, you run a multi-billion dollar corporate. How did you not figure right. this out <laughs> beforehand? Mm-hmm. Right. Let me ask you a question. If you could tell your less experienced, younger self one thing now, what would it be? Good question. Um, honestly, I have more fun with the game. Like now, <sighs> I, now I have fun every day. Mm. But then I was so focused on the build and I was so focused on the work and I was so focused on where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. But really part of the process is, I mean, is the process, yes. right? Right. And you have to enjoy every minute. Enjoy the build. Enjoy enjoy the fail. I mean, sounds horrible to say, but if you lose one, for you know, for you know, I would say real estate in general is like a game of chess. You're gonna win and you're gonna lose. Someone's right. gonna win and somebody's gonna lose. And if you can't enjoy the process along the way, then it's just gonna be a horrible job. Absolutely. And I, I look at, I know people at the top of the world, whether they're kings or queens or whether they're top of the real estate world or they're, whether they're starting. I have a really big, diverse group of people. Mm-hmm. And um, people look at the people at the top and are like, God, I want to be that person. And then I know people at the top and all they are is irritated and frustrated yeah. and, and ready yeah. to like, yeah. you know, pull their hair up. Right. And so I just think everybody can learn. And, and people are like, you know, I talk to new agents. I'm like, I love my job. And I talk to people that are making $10 million. I'm like, I hate yeah. my job. And I just think at a certain point, everybody needs to like take, take, a that, take that neutral yeah. zone of like, okay, this is a job. Right. This is fun. Right. We're passionate about it, but we also have a life to live, right? Oh, and the yes. life we have to live is the most important because we have one life, right? Mm-hmm. I love and, it. And spend, like, really, 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 spend time with family, spend time with friends, work hard, play hard, do what makes you happy, find your, I, I call it finding your people. Like, oh, every, yes. everybody always tries to be everything to everybody. I'm like, mm-hmm. That doesn't work. Like, yeah. I always, have you ever noticed the weirdest people are the most successful? Absolutely, it like, is absolutely. so true. It's so true. I, I, that, which you just spoke to my soul. I say this to my team all the time. Yeah. Find your tribe of people and just market to those people. Absolutely. Like I don't like maybe I'm not going to get the stuffy corporate person. I don't want you. You know yeah. who? You know who, who I want as a client. The person that's relatable to me. Yeah. Me and my clients, we may sit on the phone and talk about eyelashes and <laughs> outfits. And then all of a sudden, I'm helping you buy a multi-million dollar property. I want to be relate to the people that work with me. And I want them to respect me for who I am. I don't. I never want to change who I have to be as a person to be successful. And I want to be happy. Like, I just want to be happy and live. But don't and, you notice, like, the, like, when you're new, you're like... I need the dress ready. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you, the old Kiana would yes. have been like, this is not, no, oh, yeah, I can't old. wear this. Let me button this up and let me put on this tie and, you know, let me, oh, it's got to be black or white. Yeah. And I'm like, why are we doing that to ourselves when you can live a beautiful life, a colorful life, and you can attract the people that respect your mindset and what you do as a person? Like I said, I started watching you and I'm like, He's in these 800,000, 800, like $80 million houses, and he's wearing tennis shoes, a cute t shirt. He's just walking around. <laughs> and, my, my, my husband's like, You look like. But I, like, I love like, it. Dude. I love it because it's like when I saw you walk over that glass, right? And all the, yeah, the glass yeah. like lit up, I was like, This is what I'm talking about. You, I can feel the joy and happiness from the video. This is, you're enjoying the process. But I'm drawn to both of you guys because. You're authentic, right? Oh, yeah. And if you notice, and this is the funny thing about finding your people. Once you find your people, you actually don't care. You'll People that are not your people are going to be drawn to you anyway. Like, like, I bet you now you have CEOs of Fortune 500 companies and major people drawn to you. Yes. Because you're so authentic that you own who you are. And that is hot. Like, that, I'm not talking about, like, sexual. I mean, that's hot. Yeah. I love in that. In business and personal. And you as well. And so I think that, that, that 
now, like, I, I, you know, I used to just find my people, right? And that, like, I remember I got an $80 million listing talking to a psychic about mm. a psychic. Right? Uh-huh. Really? And, yeah. <laughs> and there that sounds a, like a story. And there was a business manager there staring at both of us. And at the end, she goes, you're hired. I was like, well, what about your house? She goes, you'll be great. And we signed and that was that, right? Wow. But what I realized is now the more authentic I am about myself, how I act, not caring how I act, and just being authentic. Whether, I mean, I, I was around you know, a, a, a prince of, of, um, mm-hmm. of Saudi yesterday. Wow. Not lovely guy, not innately my first type of person, right? Very conservative, but we got along so well. And I felt like I was just drawn to, to be around him. And I could tell the feeling was mutual and it was a very successful meeting. Mm-hmm. And I think that authenticity is what will always sell anything good energy is always good great you can tell good energy when someone walks through the room and you can tell when someone's an asshole as soon as they walk in the room right usually usually. although you know yes but sometimes human insecurity Mm. throws that off because i remember i today somebody wanted to work on my team and Mm -hmm. i did an interview and at first i was like oh Horrible energy. I hope she's not watching this at the day. <laughs> but I remember thinking to myself, oh, I don't like this energy. Not not our people. Right. Not gonna... And the longer I got to know her, I realized maybe she was just nervous. Yes. Because she became fabulous. And so I think that as you elevate, I think first impressions are not always the case, although they can be. Yeah. Got to give them grace. Yes. Right? Sometimes yeah. you got to give grace because like you said, they may be nervous. I yeah. mean, you're a rock star. Or maybe I might. I, listen, sometimes I get nervous. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 not often, but it does yes. happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I think a lot of it, now I love social media because you can kind of feel like you kind of know a person through what they post and how they speak and their mannerisms. So you're a little less nervous. Like even for me today, I was like telling my husband, we went through three outfits. I tried, <laughs> I was like, so like, I was like sweating bullets. I changed my flight. I wanted to be on time. I'm like, oh my God, like what? Like it was so, and then I'm like, you know what though? Kiana relax. I had to tell myself, like I'm listening to like this like affirmation today and I'm like, Relax. It's going to be fine. You're fabulous. Like you, you both are. But, you're fabulous, and but you know you're fabulous. Like, nobody I, has to tell well, you. Nobody has to tell you. Nobody knows. I do know. I was telling the whole team. I was like, "This is my interview. <laughs> this is my guy. I have been like wanting to, but like I'm so grateful. But on top of that, I was nervous, and then just to see you, it was like, as soon as I saw you, my heart was beating. Then I was just, bre- I was just like, wow. He's a cool guy. It's so funny because I um. I couldn't imagine, like, you would be nervous, to be honest, because I look at you and you're so glamorous. But I think it's just a point to, to, to human human beings, which yeah. is, you know, we all get nervous. And, yeah. But the thing that I, I – I, and you can't, you can't avoid it. No. But the thing that I always would love to teach people is try not to be. Because when you are nervous, mm. you're not showing your true essence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I learned that a long time ago because when I was – climbing the ranks in real estate and I wanted to get hired. I remember one of the houses I was on, it was like a $25 million house. I needed the money. I had no money. I had the lead. I was dying to get the listing. Of course, I didn't get the listing. Didn't happen. Why? I was nervous and I wasn't able to express what I really wanted to because when you're nervous, your expression kind of gets tight. Mm -hmm. And so whatever you did, right? Like I didn't, I couldn't tell you were nervous and whatever you did, you did well because your true essence is shown. Yeah, thank you so much. I relaxed. Yeah. I, I had to tell myself, Kiana, relax. Yeah. And, I, and that's just what it is. You know, the heart of me, I'm still transactional, right? I, I have a real estate brokerage, but I, I'm still transactional. I still want to get up the ranks in real, like real estate and luxury. And it's just so inspiring. And I always say that like, I'm glad that we have social media. I'm grateful that we have these tools to connect with people because it's inspiring to see. Being in this house is inspiring, Absolutely. just being here. But you know what the other thing is? It, it can be. Yeah. But it also can be frustrating. And I mm. think people need to find that line mm-hmm. um, because if people are looking at everybody as, oh my God, that needs to be me. Oh my God, how does that person have a $100 million house? Oh my God, that person looks happy or rich or prettier. You know, there's always going to be something that's better than you. Right? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And so I think that social media, as long as you're looking at it as a way to inspire yes. and be like, okay, 
but not as a way to compete, I think um, it's okay, you know. And mm-hmm. but you know, even me, if I have a bad day, I'm not going to go on social media. Oh no, like, me I, I, like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm just going to. I can't fake it. it. No, you can't fake it. Everybody going to know. Like, what the hell is wrong with them today? <laughs> Listen, on, on a good on a good day, you know, you know, somebody who competes against the house sells a hundred million dollar house. I'm like, like, go, go, Dave, congratulations. <laughs> on a bad day, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's all it's all it's all based on the energy of the day. Look, I know we we, we press for time. I know we you have a lot to do here. Um, so this first of all, thank you for your hospitality. Yes, thank this has you. been your, your team has been great. This home is beautiful. Um, but we need you to leave our audience with one more rant and one more gem. Okay. So a rant is something I don't like about our real estate world. Correct. Yes. Okay, I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> I probably should have. Uh, I would say a rant um, that I really don't like about our business is it, it can feel like a very fake, fake business. Mm. And it, a lot of people are, are based on false impressions. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I it just goes against everything I'm about. Like, I like authenticity. I like truth. I like honesty. And I just think that if everybody could be more authentic about everything yeah. from where they are, what they are, who they are, where they're going... I just feel like our industry would be so much better. Absolutely. The bullshit, the lies, the 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 um the cutthroat. The the cutthroat, like you know, yeah. there's there's space. Like I hate I you know, I, I use the word competitor, but I actually hate the word. Because yeah. I don't believe there is a competitor. Like there is no you run your own race. Absolutely. And you're you're gonna win or you're gonna lose. But like we should all just consider ourselves partners. Yes. And if we can do that. We're gonna all go so much further. Absolutely. And um and so that's it. And um what's the other one? A what's gem. a gem? A gem. A gem is just something you love. It could be like a tip. It could be you know whatever. Oh God, I have so many. Oh, I can tell you. You got to give a pro tip about luxury real estate. Gem, that the gem has to be something yeah. about these. Everybody wants to get into luxury. Just yeah. any yeah. gem you could give them. Perfect. Um, I think a gem is this. Luxury is a word that is undefined. Mm-hmm. Luxury is undefined. And luxury means different things for different folks, right? If you're selling in a small time farm in Atlanta or we're out of the out of the city or mm-hmm. out of you know Ohio, luxury is going to be a different thing. And so I think that people need to define what luxury means to them, mm-hmm. where they want to go with it, and run their own race. Because what we do Facts. is a, we we have a beautiful job. Like, oh, yeah. At the end of the day, Absolutely. all the bullshit aside, and there's a shit ton of bullshit. It is. At the end of the day. <laughs> We have a wonderful job because what we get to do is we get to match people with the place that they live. And that yes. energy is an amazing energy. And so keep that energy. Hold it. Don't let the, the losses pile. You know, take your wins and move it forward. And if you do that, then I think um, people will be happy, healthy, and successful. Absolutely. Big gem. Yes. Tell the people how to find you. Uh, AaronKerman.com, uh, Aaron, um, what's my Instagram? Aaron Kerman, my Instagram. Uh, and uh, it was really fun to be with you guys. I, I, I actually think you guys are huge inspirations as well. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, so I was really honored to be with both of you guys. You guys are the pinnacle of entrepreneurial spirit. You guys have built this incredible business. You have this amazing podcast and you guys should be unbelievably proud of yourself. And you're helping uh, not only real estate agents, but a community build and bond. And that's powerful. Absolutely. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. We appreciate it. We really that. appreciate you. Look, guys, tap in with what I got. Aaron, if you got $25 million, come buy this house. <laughs> <laughs> we, we want cash only, all right? And we have others. We have others. We, we, we have everything between one and 200 So reach out. Oh, you listen, heard that. You heard that. To $200. do not let that go over your head. With an M, million. <laughs> not thousands, all right? So look, we're going to wrap up. Tap in with Aaron and his team. My name is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And my name is Kiana Watson, license number 317576, better known as the Broker Extraordinaire. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in to another incredible episode of the Rants and Gems Show. Peace. (laughs) You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.